Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Aggressive. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. Glee. Aggressive. I don't know what to tell you because I already did. Ian's on Enya mode. <laughs> He's gone Enya. I've gone Enya. Enya. Oh no. That's a okay. Bob's Burgers thing. Anyway. Well, Enya, continue. Uh, yes. So um, we are here not to discuss Enya yet. However, I did text yeah. this group chat today out of nowhere saying Glee does Enya when. Um, but. We are here with a veteran guest. She might as well be an honorary third co-host. You know her. You love her. It is one, Jenna Kate Monosoff. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. As I say every time I'm on the pod, it is my life's greatest honor to be a guest on this podcast. You know what's terrible? I love it. What? Now I can picture Rachel Berry singing Only Time by Enya. Like, I'm yeah, shocked they did not have her do that. I know that we talk about that at the end, but like I'm early, just... like I see, like an early season, they could have just busted out, like. Or you know what have been like pretty cursed. Sorry to cut you off, Karina. Mm-hmm. Is the season four alternative situation where instead of change will do you good, Rachel Berry and Mr. Abs sing uh, "Sail Away, Sail Away, Sail Away." No, they sing "Sail Away" when they put Rachel on the train to New York. Yes. Yeah, that's better. That's right. I that's wonder. <laughs> I have, I often wonder about like how they do, how they got the rights for some things. Like where, where some things you're like, why didn't they ever do that? And can you imagine if Glee approached Enya's people and they're like, we want to use the song? I feel like they'd be like, absolutely not. And <laughs> like, you'd be like, what are you? Or they, I was gonna say they'd be like, what's Glee? Yes. You should be like, I have enough money. No, thank you. Right. Uh, anyway, we're not. This isn't the Enya episode. No. Yet. In fact, or, I mean, it already is, but. What are we talking about today, guys? Well, we're still fucking talking about the Beatles. We were talking yeah. about the Beatles last week, and we'll talk about the Beatles some more this week. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. late late Beatles. Past the mop flops, or whatever Will Schuster says at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the, and, and now we're in the experimental era, and he says that by putting up two peace signs when he says it. Not a scare quote, you know. just to show, like, this means it when you're experimenting. I'm also mm-hmm. putting up two yeah. peace signs. It's an audio Absolutely. medium. <laughs> um, and that episode, of course, is season five, episode two, yep. Tina in the Sky with Diamonds. When did this air? Let's find out. Uh, October 3rd, 2013. Mm, mean Girls mm. Day. Yeah. Oh, it is Mean Girls Day. Yes. That's right. Oh, 2013. Big Libra energy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Jenna, before we dive in, uh, what is your relationship with the Beatles? <sighs> That's a very good question. Um... I notoriously, and by notoriously, you wouldn't know this, when I was growing up, I did not enjoy the Beatles. I think because I thought they were too popular, and I was, mm. uh, did not want to be cool. You were, 
you were so much like because liking the Beatles was already the not like other girls moment when you're like I don't like pop music I like the Beatles and you took it one step further to say I can't even like the Beatles I'm really not like other girls I only listen to my cassette tape of the sound of music uh movie good choice though on repeat yeah I mean I would say how do I feel about the Beatles I mm, it's the same way I feel about Taylor Swift fine Mm -hmm enjoyable but i'm not really gonna seek it out unless i'm like in a specific mood that's fair i'm not like a honestly big... <laughs> it's a pretty apt comparison yeah this is this is like straight rip off of a michelle wolf joke but it's like jenna likes the beatles like jews like christmas where it's like well the music's nice but does it have to start in october <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I never, I, I don't know, like, my dad wasn't particularly into the Beatles, and I feel like that's kind of, like, your gateway. If your dad isn't into the Beatles, you're not going to be into the Beatles. It's true. I mean, that's, my... Yeah, that's par for the course. Yeah, my, I don't, my dad was more of a, a Billy Joel kind of. Mm. Elton John, mm. shockingly, loved Elton John. Mm. Uh, I so I was him. never, um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've as I've gotten older, I've listened to more of the Beatles and been like, okay. Um, I mean, I saw, uh, what is it? Across the Universe. And I was like, okay. That was going to be my next question. Classic. Yes, I've seen. The universe. It's fine. <laughs> like, it is fine. It's, it's fine. Like it's, it's, it's fine. It's good enough. It's fine. I mean, there are some Beatles songs that I'd be like, oh, it's a pop. Um, but it, again, it's not anything I really like. Um, a huge, uh, like, fangirl of. Not a stan. All not right. a stan. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we open this episode yes. uh, right on Sam lounging on the piano on his back, fine, and asking some really interesting questions about how gay marriage works, such as who takes whose last name, or do you hyphenate? Um, and I think we all know that Lorgan Schwartz and Grubinier knows the answer to that question. Oh my god, I am also Logan Schwartz and Grubinier. We, we talked about spelling you this morning, too. That's true, I, that's true. I have a quick clarification question. So I know in the previous episode that Blaine proposes to Kurt. Yes. I and I know I know that they get engaged and whatever. Blaine is still in high school. Yes, yes. correct. He's a senior. He's a child. It, it turns out that he's a year younger than like our proper OG yeah, they cast. Yeah, they age for sure. Yeah, and, uh, which, I don't like, know I feel why the same way about so... Tina and um, and Artie. Artie as well, yeah, I feel sure. like, yeah. Yeah, I I always assumed they were all the same age, and then because now they watching they basically later... were when the show started, but then they realized they kept going, and they're like, oh, we have to graduate some people. And yeah, I assume they just picked a couple names out of the hat who had to stay behind. <laughs> right. You're like, Who's... yeah. Why Blaine, a child, wants to get married so badly is really never discussed. I guess. He was just so excited that gay marriage became legal in New York. He's like, I have to do it now before they take it away, which, like, uh, sure. Fair. fair. Good fair. instincts, Blaine. Um, fair. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I had a moment where I was like, wait a minute. I was like, yep. you're not. What is this, Utah? I, yeah. Uh, what are you in the military? I mean, I mean, I mean. Anyway, that was my first point of question. So we're talking about gay marriage, and then there's a hard pivot to, hey, you looking forward to prom? Which, like, is so wild because it's the second episode, and I know, like, we start mid-year. But first of all, if we're... when would prom be? What prom's... season is it? Prom's supposed to be what in May. What season is Glee ever? That's true. Because, like, this year, season starts midway through the school year, but I guess now it's end of school year because prom is happening. I mean, prom, like... Pr- 
Last year we saw college decisions intertwined with prom, intertwined with like post graduation for some reason. Like they, so I don't know, guys. I, I don't think know. they stopped caring at this point. Under, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Glee exists uh, outside of time. It does. Valid. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yes, and then it is, in fact, as Karina said, Beatles Week Part Two, um, yeah. because they uh, were they're exploring the later years of the Beatles when they uh, were, weren't afraid to risk everything to explore new music and wouldn't let fear get in the way, which, in my opinion, basically translates to they did drugs. Yeah, mm. they mm-hmm. did do drugs. They did a lot you of know drugs. Wasn't enough of in this episode's kids doing drugs. Should have been mm-hmm. more. There should have been been at least one trip sequence, right? Could you imagine an I Am the Walrus trip sequence in McKinley fucking high school? That would have been so good. It would have made the whole thing worth it. Now I'm a little Uh, mad. Hello, Ryan Murphy. Hello. (laughs) Mr. Glee. Mr. Glee missed opportunity from 2013. Yes. Um, I would say that one's free, but it's not. Pay us. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Can someone remind me what Brundle Prom means? I don't know why it's called uh, Brundle, but it, the idea of it is there's no longer a senior prom and a junior prom. It is all one. Yeah, all I didn't. Large. I didn't pick up on that. I was very confused. I'm gonna yeah. Google. I'm okay. guessing it's a reference to something. Do we remember? Is it prom? Senior wow, Brundle. Uns- unsurprisingly, if you Google that, Google's like that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, Brundle um, prom. Brundle prom. Yeah, literally, even the Glee wiki just says it was Brundle Prom with no... Okay, cool. So there's just no rules anymore. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sue then uh, enters via loudspeaker to read the Prom King and Queen nominees. For King, we have Blaine, duh, yep. Muhammad Omar, who we've never seen never before. Seen, that's a name they made up on the spot. Yes. Um... Artie Abrams, hooray. Great. And my favorite, Stoner Brett. Stoner Brett Bukowski. Stoner Brett Bukowski. Um, and none for Sam Evans, bye. He seems like he's the That's only right. one who even wanted it. I know. Right. Um, and the nominees for Queen are Kitty Wilde, of course. Who says, Amy- like, I'm a sophomore, which is, like, very... Right. Which is very much pointing out how they're just not even trying anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. They went pretty meta in this episode. They did. Uh, we also got Amy Ryan, the neck brace girl. They gave her a name, Mazel Tov, Amy Ryan. Yep. Jordan Stern, who I don't think... Literally nobody. Literally no one. And our boo, Kina Tina Ch- Cohen Chang. I almost said yes. Kina Toen Chang. <laughs> That's honestly... Justice for that would Tina. Be within character of the show. It would be. So justice for Tina from our own fucking show. She's like... So excited. She's celebrating around. She's like, this is my time. Which, like, yes, it is. Yeah. Deserved. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, fuck you, Sam. I'm not going with you anymore because I have to court the wallflower vote. Um, plus all the Glee folks. So can I count on your vote? Anyway, here's Revolution by the Beatles, except not. Yeah. Why wouldn't she go with Sam? Because she wanted to go because, with I guess- Artie? No, she didn't want to go. She was like, I, I'm no longer taking a date to prom because in order to... Oh, because she wants to be like... to court the single girl. Got right. it. Girls who don't have dates can also... And everyone is like, um, 
Wow, Tina, it's really shitty of you to not go with Sam after he so graciously decided to take you, even though he doesn't think you're hot. And I know this because he literally says, sucks that I'm not going with someone who I think is hot. Yeah, what the fuck? Sam is pretty like, he's like, oh, man, aren't I a good person? I'm taking this girl to prom, and I don't even think she's hot. And you're like, oh, okay. What an ally. Thanks, doesn't make you a good person, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I, one of the reviews I read said this episode has some white knight problems. Um, mm, yeah, and then they, she gets to start singing Revolution, and she gets cut off by a bell, which has never happened to any Glee person ever. But it happens <laughs> yeah. to Tina. It happens to Tina. I know that's the joke, but, like, it's... The joke's already played. Stop it. Yeah. Just give Jenna Ushkowitz her time. Give her literally anything. Yeah. Enter Demi Lovato. Yeah, uh, yeah. That remember was fun. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato is still working today. She uh, just released um, a rock cover of her pop hit "Heart Attack," which slaps. Oh, cool! She like re-recorded a like rockin' version of one of her like Disney songs, basically. I see someone's doing the okay. Taylor Swift treatment to some of their old music. Mm-hmm. Demi, a, lo- a hand. A lot of folks are. As they should. Uh, Again, I'm not a Swifty, but I just, I feel like TikTok feeds me a lot of Taylor Swift content, so I know way too much it's about it. It's impossible to avoid, unless probably you're Ian, who I'm assuming sees none. Um, I was going to say, I need you guys to not curse this for me. I, Ian's precious for you page that doesn't make sense to anybody. <laughs> okay, Ian. It makes sense this, to me, though? and that's what matters. Ian, are you Ian. on the kind of TikTok where they just show you videos of people rolling glass bottles down the stairs and seeing Yes. Oh am, my I god, am, I love I it. Am. Have you seen the ones and where they do that and then next to it is which Glee character is it? Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. I've seen a Yellow Jackets one and I saw someone like fanning themselves watching it and going, Virgo, Scorpio. Yeah. Like n- astrologically naming them. You'll get the Glee I one. I saw one of Pride and Prejudice characters. Oh. That's good. That's, that's yeah. good. So at least... The common thread, of course, is glass breaking downstairs. Everyone's yes. on that side of TikTok. Uh, oh, yeah. That is, that's mm-hmm. the thing currently. Yeah, so Demi Lovato was here. Meanwhile, Rachel Berry's like, my dreams are over. I would have heard by now. Um, is so- that true? No. How long does it take, if you are auditioning to be the lead of a new Broadway show, for them to tell you that you have or have not gotten the part? It could take a Truly long any time. amount of time. Yeah. Like... There's so many reasons why she might not have heard at that point, and none of them are because her dreams aren't worthy. <laughs> Probably most of them yeah. have to do with the fact that she's, like, 18 and never I mean, worked before. And she's a little difficult. They were um, probably going And she did go up to them at the restaurant and say, yes, I work here, and it's awkward. Oh, um, my goodness. Which doesn't show professionalism. Is not that a singing? Is, it a, is it supposed to be, like, um, Ellen Stardust? Sure is. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure. It's the not remember. Ellen Stardust, uh, the way that the same way that they go to not Amda. Um, um, will a Broadway show send you a rejection note, or will they just like leave you? If, um, leave you hang. If you got into like a final callback, like very close to the part, will they send you or contact you to tell you, you have not gotten it? They'd probably tell your agent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you had. Um, I've heard of either just not hearing or if you have an agent and they do and if they do truly love you, they will reach out and say, Hey, we love her, but we're just going in a different direction this time. Um, yeah, they like th- it, it can go either way. 
Because so many jobs will just not tell you anything, and I had yeah. to assume that Broadway would be roughly the same as most yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there's people like Inequity trying to fight for like rejection notices, and I'm like, who wants that? I don't want that. You're like, Hi, if you, Ian, you can figure no. it out. <laughs> right? Ian, like, it's a no from us. <laughs> thank you for your time. Um, but Santana is a professional actress because she booked a Yeastastat commercial. She's booked and blessed, baby. Booked and blessed. Um, love th- this uh, faux like yeast infection commercial. It's so on point. It's so like, on point. It's so funny. Santana frolicking on a lawn is just with so like the large gold. giant bubble thing. Yes. The one part where she's just sort of like lifting her arms up to nothing. Yeah. Just to it's show very how accurate she is. And yeah. It really is. Funny enough, I was watching this on Hulu, so it cut to commercials, and would you believe that after this, it was for an ASIO, uh, it was an ASIO commercial, which makes uh, UTI medicine and yeast infection medicine. They know. They're like, we know right. our audience. Yeah. If you're it was not as good as Santana's. You probably could get a yeast infection. Oh, no. You probably oh, need, no. need our line of medications. Um, Top line in that is obviously uh, like yeast in my bagel, but not in my not muffin. In my muffin. I, I was a big fan of bad yeast go scat with yeast to stat. <laughs> I wish they had had her do the like lawyer part at the end where yes. like she has to suddenly talk fast, being like, is that a fax banker? <laughs> and it yeast like reveals not responsible that for any... Yeah, might right. actually just kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not oh, liable she does have, for She it. does fully take a bite of a plain dry bagel though and i'm like that's my hell the idea of just biting into a subpar cold bagel that's some non-new yorker shit that is someone from across the country going it's like a panera bagel right right um but rachel berry is not jealous because she's so proud can't you tell about how proud she is because she keeps on saying how proud she is and not at all jealous yeah she looks like that girl The eyes are, like, two steps away from Twitter. But I'm like, you're not auditioning for commercials. Right. You right. went to one open call. Not yeah. a, at, at zero points in this episode did she say, I went on Actors Access and submitted myself for a, a yeast to stack commercial. Yeah, Rachel Berry wouldn't debase herself with a yeast infection commercial, so. Well, ex- uh, well, maybe she would because she does, like, circle, like, the listings and backstage for, like, summer stock auditions. That is, that, is that the uh, sign of spiraling? In the Glee universe, yes. Mm-hmm. But in Where she's like, IRL, maybe I'll go to Cape Cod. IRL, it's just, it's just looking for a job as an out-of-work actor or even as yeah. an employed actor. Hey, man, you go where the bucks are. You go where the bucks are. Enter again, Bree. Uh, blah, 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 mean cheerleader stuff. Anything else, guys? No. Oh, waste of time. I was like, what is this? Get her is this the thing where she says flying fart so many times when it's very yes. clear she's supposed to be saying fuck but can't because this is yeah. a black show? Right. Yes. And she's and she's uh, yelling at Kitty because Kitty basically throws her support behind Tina and Bree's like, no, it has to be a Cheerio. It hasn't been a Cheerio in a while and like we need our credibility back or whatever. Not, uh, not quote, kimchi Cohen fart, which is terrible. Yes. Yeah, um, she was a little... Rough. Well, she also was like, we've already had a Jewish girl and a gay guy win. So it's like, right. ah, yes, yeah. there are two main qualities. Yes. So 
in case you forgot, prejudice still exists. Yeah, Brie sucks. Brie sucks. Yeah. It's, and it's like, subversive because she's black. If, Doesn't mean okay. she's not a bitch. Awful person. <laughs> yep, she is. Yeah, I mean, that's her literal only job. They were like, like Kitty's too nice, we need a bitch. And it's annoying because I feel like not even Kitty was this annoying at her no. onset. Like, I did not like Kitty at the jump. The and, like, there's plenty of documented evidence of that. But, like, every time they introduce a new mean cheerleader, it's just worse than the last one and not even in a good way. It's yeah. like they kept being like, shit, we keep making our mean bitchy cheerleaders too, like, full of depth and character. Right. So we have to make one who's just nothing but bitch. But also, like, who cares if a Cheerio is the Brundle Queen? Like, who? I, right? Nothing matters. It, Brundle like, Queen. Brundle, Brundle Queen. Queen's the worst kind of queen to be. <laughs> the Brundle Queen. I love it. <laughs> Sam is sad in the choir room, and you know what my next note is? Yep. There's Emma. Shame Maze was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm good for a little bit. They're still married, right? I'll come back if you really... Yes. Yeah, they got married in the choir room at the end of last season. Yeah, and even then, she was barely in that arc. Yeah, she didn't really talk about it. She just kind of showed up and got married to Will, and then she was. James is like, "I'm I'm done here, guys." Yeah, she's Me like, "This Diana is as far Agron as I go." Are out. Sue brings up the abysmal attendance record, so therefore everyone is required to get vaccines, starting with the polio vaccine. Weird vaccine content, even in 2013. I'm guessing like, it was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if suddenly polio came back and now we're all sitting here like, mm. Mm. Yeah, you're like, oh, mm. this is something I want to joke about. Wouldn't it be, um, what a funny joke that people would not be getting vaccinations. It's <laughs> giving, mm. I do my own research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so now everyone has to get a combination polio and meningitis vaccine. My, I did notice that Sue called Sam's, uh, Sam Jolina Jolie. Yes. Which I loved. Chef's yes. kiss. Um, I was also a fan of, in basically in the same breath, Nipples the Stripping Clown. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She was, they were Sue like, Sue, like, go for it. <laughs> go Sue for it. Sue was very much never forget that you were a homeless A child boy. stripper. <laughs> like, yeah. Sue will not let everyone else will have forgotten that plot about Sam. Sue will not. Sam mm-hmm. will just, uh, or Sue will just pop out of nowhere and be like, remember, baby stripper. Yep. I'm here to tell you, baby stripper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, of course, Sam doesn't want to get the vaccine because needles freak him out. A legitimate reason not to get a shot is if you're afraid of needles, still get your vaccine. Yeah. Anyway, everyone gets shots by the end of the week or you're fired. Not how it works. It's a school, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Rachel, because she did not get her dreams, is instead volunteering at the Niada piano tuning. This is the most thin excuse they could have ever. First of all, how okay. did they get all the pianos into that dance studio? They like, didn't. That's so many pianos to fit into like one room. Second of all, what person in their right mind would ever sit in a room full of 17 other pianos and try to tune one of them? Yeah, how would you know if they sounded correct? If they were doing them all right. at the same time. I feel like you need not a license to be a piano tuner, but there is training involved. You can't just walk up and be like, one piano tuner, please. Rachel Murray yeah. does not know how to properly tune a piano. Correct. This was the low of the episode for me, I think. Agreed. I mean, I love Kurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also love Kurt. This song I love is Kurt not as well. for his vocal stylings so no. much. No. Well, I mean, I I have a question about this song. Yeah. For what? 
You nailed they it. They just had to shoehorn some some Beatles music they're in there, like, and they were like, they're like, well, pianos right. and. It was giving that time I um, left a concert I did at Don't Tell Mama in New York, and um, right outside of like the back room where the club was happening was some dude on piano playing very musical theater-sounding covers of pop tunes, uh, namely Mr. Brightside, um, mm-hmm. namely Waiting on the World to Change by John Mayer. hate John Mayer. I'm a fan of his early work, but we've talked about this. Anyway, the whole conceit of this song is like rachel you've lost your mojo obsessing over this part you need need to to get get back back to where you once belong so we're gonna do a song about jojo was a man who thought he was a woman i think is the lyrics that is the lyrics here's the thing this episode is very guilty of picking a song because one lyric kind of fits the theme they're trying to get to Mm -hmm. right it's yeah it's not cohesive i mean that's the problem when they do these episodes that are only one artist yeah is like you're yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because it's just all shoehorned in and you're absolutely. like absolutely we're not choosing any of these songs because they move the plot forward it's because we have to do a beatles episode and oddly enough like not ap- not even apropos of like our our lovely guest today this number reminded me of turkey lurkey time for some reason that's it, awful for every, I, like <laughs> that's insulting uh, to so many different songs it's <laughs> i know not including turkey lurkey time it's because it doesn't feel like they're singing the it, it, it's like it doesn't match the style of what the song is i think i understand why you yeah. say that it's like they're singing the yeah. song but like they're singing it out of like so out of context it's and so, so out of style Right. Yeah. It doesn't fit. It's not fit. a great fit for either of their vocal stylings. Mm-hmm. Which isn't to say they can't sing Beatles. I just think that one in particular was a choice. Right. And it was the wrong one. It was that. a bad choice. Yeah. It's yeah. a bad choice. Not all choices like, are good just, choices. They just don't sound good singing it. They're both a little, they're putting a little too much musical theater juice in there. Oof, and it's yep. not working out. Mm-hmm. And yep. it makes no sense in context. It was the most shoehorned, the worst cover next. And it's also like, thankfully, it's only like 32 bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like that, Rachel got her groove back. Moving on. Enter Nurse Penny, um, who, fun fact, is my favorite person from the original Broadway cast of Spring Awakening. Um, I had a major crush on this actress just because I thought she was very cute and funny. She is also in an episode of 30 Rock. Karina, do you remember? Yes. Uh, yes, yes, she in fact, is. I do. Good. She and plays. has a recurring part on Glow. She plays uh, a pregnant teen donut shop worker on 30 Rock. And uh, I almost said Amy Fuller. Tina Fey, uh, Liz Lemon, uh, is trying to convince her to adopt her baby. uh, But she's a musician and she sings a horrible song. That's right. But then she reconciles with her boyfriend in the end. And Liz Lemon doesn't get... She's foiled again from stealing someone's child. (laughs) You know what's wild is that's also basically also a plot on Glee, except it was played, like, pretty straight. Yes. Yes. That's wild. Two very different takes. Two very different takes on trying to steal a baby from a pregnant teen. Man, Fox is running out of content. I mean, and this was in, like... That was in, like, 2011. Someone sat down and watched that and went, hmm. hmm. You know what's fun. <laughs> like, we're gonna steal someone it. stole it from someone and we don't know which way it went. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, who, uh, who, Phoebe, who was she in Spring Awakening? 
She was Anna, uh, who was one of Venla's little friends who uh, sang My Junk and Mama Who Bore Me Reprise and, uh, you know, just one of those uh, fun little girlfriends. Do you think she and Leah Michelle ever w- interacted uh, during this shoot? Well, here's yes. the thing. I remember... Yes. And I, I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off, Jenna, but I remember just like stumbling upon the social media post that she was going to be in it and Leah Michelle going, I get to work with my best friend, Phoebe okay. Stroll. Yes. So, yes, that was, Leah Michelle did, like, write about how she how excited she was. So uh, she likes this one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering if she Allegedly. was like, Ryan Murphy, cast my friend. Ryan Murphy, cast my friend. <laughs> um, which I assume that they got this far in the series and he was like, enough already. <laughs> like, cast your freaking friend. Fine. We'll put her in a weird role as a nurse, but she's only a sophomore in college. In college, and she's giving vaccines. She's not even in nursing school. She's trying she's to get intern. into nursing school. This is wild. This is bananas. This like, is the stupidest thing. Like, they really such a dumb up plot. here, right? It's it, such a dumb plot, but here's the thing. I feel like it would work in a 30 Rock. It would. It, Maybe just cause, because Tina Fey yeah. would have justified it better. Yeah. There is a very famous episode of Will and Grace, which is also in the same kind of vein, uh, yeah. where um, Grace has to get a uh, shot, or she's giving, no, she's giving blood. She's giving blood for some reason, and, like, Karen's trying to get her to give blood, and she goes back um, to get her blood drawn, and it's, like, a nurse trainee, and the, it's, like, the same thing where the girl's like, this is my first day, and, like, Karen's like, you have to do it, you have to do it. It's, look it up on YouTube. It's way funnier than this episode was. I believe you. Yeah, but um, it's a fun, are. it's a fun trope. It's fun. It's a fun trope. It um, would have been funnier if they had, like, they tried to make it, like, there just has to be some reason to justify why they're hiring, like, at most a 20-year-old to come and work a job that I'm pretty sure you need to have a nursing license to do legally. Right. Or a phlebotomy. Like, something. at least make Sue make a joke being, like, how, you know, budget, budget cuts, cuts from whatever have created it so we are now having this highly illegal situation. I mean, I guess they've also hired Will's wife to be a nurse and she was literally only an employee at sheets and things right so but the we standard are, is low but i'm pretty sure we also were like this plot has no legs they don't know how to hire nurses at mckinley high school <laughs> that's mm. the common denominator but yeah so like it starts off kind of flirty-ish um penny owens sam evans uh let's see where that goes um but yeah remember Dottie? well tina throws out the coffee she gave her and suddenly there's a spike in Katie's popularity because uh, she's been photoshopped on Olivia Munn's body. Very, um, very timely. Yes. Very timely. I was like, oh, I probably would not have known who Olivia Munn was Olivia. when this aired, but I do now. Oh, now you do. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah. It's impossible yep. not to know who Olivia Munn is now. Mm-hmm. And I think, And I think that was, no, that was during Newsroom era, so... Only the uh, Venn diagram of newsroom HBO watchers and Glee watchers uh, really got that cross-section there. Mm-hmm. Of, of Olivia Munn fans? Yes. And Maxim readers, apparently. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three-sided Venn diagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hardy knows what Maxim the ep- uh, mm-hmm. magazine this is from. Um but yeah, the Glee Club isn't happy with Kitty because no one believes that she didn't just turn around and do her own. Decide. 
Yeah. I do like this where she's like, why does no one believe me? And then she goes, oh, right, I'm a liar. Like, yeah. we stand as self-aware queen. <laughs> you know, uh, again, the best growth of the past two seasons. She's like, I guess, she's like, yeah, I guess I sort of walked into that one and, walk, and yeah, starts tearing down some on posters. Me. We find out Demi Lovato's character name, which is Danny. Danny. Um, and she is, in fact, a lesbian. I don't think Demi Lovato was out as any kind of queer person at this point. I think mm-hmm. she is now. Um, right. When did... Here's the question. Cool for the summer. That came out in 2015, so Mm-mm-mm. she is two years pre- uh, releasing a song that made everyone go, "Mm." (laughs) okay. So they share their stories about, um, they're basically their uh, lesbianic journeys um, about how uh, Danny was caught with the girl and then grabbed her guitar and never looked back. Very New York story, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, And uh, Santana talks about how her parents were cool, but not Abuela. And how, like, she was with bisexuals. Um, and now uh, Danny's like, you need a 100% sapphic goddess. This is moving forward. Yep. And, like, Santana's like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm basically Santana's nervous. wildly flustered. Which yeah. is, like, kind of fun. I like this, where she was just like, oh, no. Well, she also, like, has a moment where she, like, assumes Danny is gay. Right. And then Danny's like, no, I'm not. And Santana's like, oh, I just, you just wear so much eyeliner. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then Demi Lovato's like, nah, I was just messing with you. I'm totally gay. And then mm-hmm. it's just, it's very fun to watch Santana sort of not have the upper hand mm. in, yeah. like, a relationship where she's, like, being flirted with and she's like, oh, no, she's hot. She's having that kind of moment. So I, I, I enjoy cool that. to see, yeah. Um, and it's fun to see, I guess it's fun to see Rachel giving her the pep talk. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I thought that dynamic it's was cute. fun. Rachel was helping yeah. her out. yeah. yeah. Being productive for once. Yeah. Right. About something that's not about her. That right. Part. This is this is very unselfish of her to just try to get her friend Santana, who just booked a yeast stack commercial, to uh, get succeed and be lucky in love too. Everything's yeah. coming up, Lopez. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That Thank is you. good. Episode subtitle. <laughs> um. Back to the hallway of Glee Club or mm-hmm. McKinley, rather. Sam doesn't want to go get tuxes because he wants to see the nurse because he has a bite, which needs to be he checked has, out. He has a snake. He's like, I got I got a snake bite. And they, like, cut to his arm, and it's clearly him. And, like, even Blaine is like, it's a, it looks like a, a large human mouth. Right. Like, <laughs> like, my friend, did you did you just bite yourself? He's like, no. And they like, so, yes, he's been faking sick a lot because the nurse is hot. And he's like, but I have a crush on her. And but like, and my, uh, I, I don't think my, my personality will. I think my personality will get in the way. And and Blaine is like, no, man, you got so much going for you. You got your impressions, and your impressions. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks into an impression. I'm Yay, Denzel Washington. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. Um, and then we have uh, Something. That's our next yeah. song. It's called yeah. Something by the Beatles. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, right? It's a Beatles song. 
in stark contrast to Get Back, I actually quite liked this one. Yes. I thought it was fun. I loved the montage of her showing him how to do, like, the Heimlich Giving maneuver. Giving the Heimlich maneuver. While he was, was still so singing. funny. I thought that was great. I was like, that's creative. That was great. Court Overstreet is slow motion that we're seeing it, which means, like, filming it must have been a nightmare. So he's still lip syncing to it. But then also he's, like, got this really dumb, blissed-out smile because he's being held by her. But then you can clearly see that she's doing a bad job of heimlicking him, so his face mm-hmm. kind of contorts in pain every so often. Mm-hmm. The, it's just... It's... That's good comedy. They got me there. I was like, that's funny. That was funny. That was funny. I also love that, like, the sort of dreamy sequence that he's, like, yeah. seeing her through was, like, her just picking up medicine. Yes. Like, it's fumbling over medicine. of, like the school as a set like yes we get like we learn that she's clumsy she's not like other girls clearly she's got big she did energies she did <laughs> nurse penny loved the beatles she's twee oh, like look at she her she is twee she is twee it's, it's definitely to bring another fox show into it it's definitely jessica day energy yeah mm-hmm. it's giving mm-hmm. good girl mm-hmm. um which i love um yeah, and then, like, there's uh, the other, like, all the other dudes are falling in love with her. Yes, everyone agrees that she's hot. Um, I don't, I wasn't even, I, w- I was completely sober when I wrote this, but my, uh, my, my note here is, uh, all the guys are lining up for checkups, and, uh, I believe, uh, this is, uh, this song is brought to you by My Milkshake, bringing all the boys to the yard. That was your note, Fair. huh? That was my note. Um, big, okay. big. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Energy. Um, I think it's milkshake what Sheila's had in mind. Covered by the Beatles. <laughs> covered by Glee. Someone, someone, make one of those AI covers of. The Beatles oh, we'll get to that. Milkshake. We will. I, I have. A, I want to uh, talk about that later. Oh, yes. we will. Oh boy, we will. Yeah, and then uh, Penny and Sam slow dance. It's cute. Um, and if nothing else, it's a good cover. It's a great. It is. It's yeah. a great job. I really liked the part where it was Sam Ryder and Jake all like yes. singing at once, like mm-hmm. looking into the mirror. It was shot well. This was in such stark contrast to Get Back, where I was like, "This is stab me in the eye instead of making me listen to this." This mm-hmm. one, I'm like, "Oh, I dig. This one's good. This one's yeah." Good. And it also, like, makes sense within the scene because it's mm-hmm. a song about, like, wanting to be with a girl and that's what's happening in the show. Yeah. Like, like actually the bar is the low. Forward. As opposed to mm-hmm. the other ones that are just, like... Happening. Yeah. Right. But she is then... Penny is packing up her things because Sue fired her for incompetence. Um, oh, my she, God. Turns out she mixed up a urine sample with a vaccination. That does mean she injected someone with someone else's urine. She deserved to I be mean, is, I mean, if we did learn anything from the office, it's that urine is sterile, so. Yeah, I don't think you should be getting someone else's urine injected into your mm-hmm. butt. Don't knock it till you try it, Karina. Ian? No, no, please knock it. It's a terrible Ian, idea. Ian, you can't don't... say that. Ian, you can't <laughs> just go around implying that you have injected someone else's pee into you. <laughs> I like that you. I like that you went to the jump of that. I did it to myself. But that's what "don't knock it till you try it" means. Well, maybe there's some other bad nurse out there that's giving pee injections to you. I don't know. <laughs> and if you don't know, you have to check on some things. I'll be right back, guys. Hang tight. 
Ian, please check your vaccination records for meningitis as <laughs> yeah, well as sure whatever the heck that was. Make sure it was meningitis and not someone else's urine. You're trying to get jobs in this world. You need to, like, make it clear that you know you haven't been The injected. wrong person is going to hear this episode and go, I don't think we can cast him. He doesn't have a good grip on what his own health is. Anyway. Sam is like, don't worry, I'll get you unfired. Stab me in the ass. That's not where a meningitis shot goes. It goes in your it arm. He just... military. <laughs> Or he just wanted to show her his butt, and that Fair. was the first way he thought of doing it. Like a baby it. stripper. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a baby stripper. That's right. And then he does, in fact, go to Sue and um, pleads her case, and Sue was like, honestly, I didn't hear any of that. Your mouth was your mouth was too distracting. But it looks like someone's got a crush. Yeah, you did skip over the part where she says, Please put a clean pair of fresh white panties over your, over your head. <laughs> over yes. your head to cover that horizontal moose knuckle. Like, oh. it was a whole sentence oh. that I was like, someone had to write that. Sue was like, not, like, almost like incoherent this episode with her, like, Jane insults. Lynch is like, you're going to pay me to, you paid me to come back because they basically wrote her off at the end of season four. Right. And she's like, I'm coming back, but you're going to pay me a lot of money, and I don't give a fuck about what I'm saying on here. Right. You know I can read lines and make any of it work, so whatever, man. And so they were like, challenge accepted. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sue says, fine, you've convinced me. Nurse Bumble McQuirky Poops. Oh, God, I love that. (laughs) Nurse Bumble McQuirky Poops will remain at McKinley, and part of it is because she accidentally gave me steroids. And now I don't have to buy from Mark McGuire. Remember him? No, I don't. That's the thing. Is it? She I thought it was that, Mike no, McGuire. Is it yes. Mike or Mark? Mike McGuire. Okay, someone who knows baseball, come find us. Oh, that's why I don't know it. I should have known it. Is it, it Mark McGuire? Thing. Hold on. Um, it is no, Mark. Well, it is Mark. You're okay. correct. I feel like everybody. Yep. That, everybody yeah. that played baseball in that time. Oh yeah. In the early 2000s, right. late 90s. Well, what? that was the whole thing is that, like, there was that whole, um, like, home run competition between him and Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was all kind of invalidated because it came out that sh- that uh, Mark McGuire was on steroids, I think mm-hmm. is the Sparknotes version of it. Again, I was too busy listening to classical music to pay attention. In <laughs> As a child? Session. Yes, yes. On the violin. Uh-huh. Like, um, you, no time for baseball, mama. I'm surprised I, I did not. Ref- I can't catch the baseball, my mom. My my fingers they need to be pristine for my instrument. <laughs> and we wonder why Sarah makes fun of me. Um. <laughs> which is also obviously presumably to play violin. I assume you have pretty strong fingers, which could probably catch a baseball. I don't know. I've I've caught some things. <laughs> yeah, these hands. <laughs> That's that's one that's not true. This is this is our most unhinged episode yet, I think. And honestly, yeah. bless, bless. Oh, okay. Anyway, where were we? Um. Oh yeah, Penny stays. Vote for Tina. Don't be racist. Um, yes. And Bree corners Dottie and was like, "You really don't like Tina, do you?" And uh, Dottie's like, you know, now that you mention it, no. And so they invite her to be on the Cheerios, 
not how it works. If no. she goes along with their plan, yeah, that's really that yeah, on that. That's um, it. Again, Bree's just tiny Santana with none of the character development. Mm-hmm. Then we get Rachel reading Backstage Magazine yes. um, because she's over her fear of rejection and she's over her feel of failing, so she's looking for summer stock gigs. Welcome to fucking being an actor, Rachel. Yeah, yeah. honestly, they should have sent Rachel to summer stock. They should have sent Rachel to summer, summer stock. in Ohio. Yeah. I agree. Which is actually funny because they were already in Ohio, so they should have sent her back home. Yes. And he, the, what's a really... Ryan Murphy, really ring, ring, ring. Yes. <laughs> Hotline bling, Ryan Murphy. Um... <laughs> And what's, like, really annoying is that Rachel Berry would have done a really good Summer in Ohio cover. Yeah, she would have. She would have. Like, unfortunately, Ra- like Leah Michelle say it, but... would be a good Kathy. Yeah. Mm, she would. Against yeah. who, though? <sighs> Jonathan Groff. Uh, D- Darren, Cr- Darren, yeah, Jonathan Groff. I was going to say a Jonathan Groff, Leah Michelle. Or Darren Chris. Because he'd have to teach years. her the lines. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and only he has the patience for that. Mm-hmm. Um, They've probably been working on it for years. It's a pretty wordy show. Yeah, and then she leaves Danny alone with Santana, or Santana alone with Danny. Um, I did like Leah Michelle's reading of like, oh, I must go. I'm so tired. Yes. yes. Which that again was good. isn't how it works. You're not allowed to leave your job. Be when the work isn't done, you can't. We discussed this. Mm-hmm. Leah Michelle. Slash Rachel Berry don't know how service jobs work, but honestly, pretty in character. There were still people eating at that restaurant. <laughs> okay, this is my other beef. And Zach didn't believe me that this would be a beef, but like, there's no way a place like what is fake Ellen's Stardust Diner is a 24 hour diner. Fuck mm-hmm. no. No Who way. Who is going to walk into that tourist trap at 3 a.m. being like, all right. I better hear some wicked covers and while you serve me pancakes. Absolutely uh, unhinged. No way. Oh my god. It's it's drunk 20-year-old girls and really sad people. Yeah. And me in high school. Okay? Me fair, in high school. Fair. No, sorry, you're right. And, and I went me, to Ellen's. And honestly, yeah, me in high school too, probably. I, sure. I went to Ellen's Stardust Diner before I saw the production of The Wedding Singer. So you know what? If you figure out that year, you'll know how young I am. That's the only time it's appropriate to go. And the only time I saw The Wedding Singer was at Jenna's high school. <laughs> I was not in it. <laughs> right. That was because we had already known each other from being in college together. Yes. We took yes. a fun little field trip. We did. To did. This we did. It was singer. great. We did. It was great. I did like their song, though. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, I mean... This Here's was a thing. great cover of Here Demi Comes the Lovato Sun. Demi Lovato was a very talented singer. Yeah. yeah. Like, no doubt about that. So. I had no notes. I mean, I it was. No I notes. thought it was it's great. Beautiful. It, it was, was really cute the way that their relationship sort of blossomed in this yeah, song. in the streets mm-hmm. of New York as they leave um, their diner. Question for this. Yeah. Was this the How I Met Your Mother set? This looked like the How I Met Your Mother set. Oh, that's a great question. Because I know they've used that set for several things. Like, I think it's in Gilmore Girls. It's definitely in Bones. The one, um, like, New York set that they have. Right, which mm-hmm. is, like, not even, like, a real New York street. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'd have to look at it again. Yeah. That'd be right someone on. Experts write in. Yeah. It does have that vibe of, like, sitcom um, fake street, so... Like, um, we know they're not shooting in New York for this, so. Right. Of course. And, um, yeah, beautiful cover of a song beautiful. as they watch the sunrise. 
apropos. Yeah. The fact that Danny carries her acoustic guitar to and from her job as a waitress is, without a case, is like a little bold. That's ballsy, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, where could she live that they can walk from? What time? It's Times Square where that has it's to gotta be, be Times right? Square. It's gotta yeah. be Midtown at minimum. But it looked and like they she's just walking casually up to, walk. Yeah, it looked like she's like walking up the steps of like a brownstone. Yeah. Right. Which is not in. Well, no. I mean, maybe if you're like the West Side, Tenth Avenue area of like Hell's Kitchen, maybe. Fair. Um, that does not sound like a place that could be afforded by a girl who got kicked out by her parents. Exactly. Also fair. Funny random detail of the song: they like almost walk right into a cop. <laughs> like there was just an extra that was paid to almost get bowled over by Demi Lovato for God knows how many takes. What a great day. A great day for all. And then they end the song. Demi Lovato says, this is where I get off. And I'm like, that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, goodbye for now. We got a little kiss. Um, see you around. And then she goes into what I'm sure is Ted and Marshall's apartment. Yes. Yes. And then we're at prom, guys. Sure. It's prom night. Prom night. Um, yeah, they already did that song at prom. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um <laughs> And, okay, so the Glee Club is performing again, but they're performing the Beatles, namely Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, The Song. Yeah. Guys, why? Mm -hmm. For what? Who? You know what? For me. This is for me. This is (laughs) for Karina's. I love this song so much. I don't know why. Yes. It's good. And I think they actually sound pretty good singing it. Mostly, I think Jake and Ryder sound good singing it, and... Marley and Unique's backup actually works quite well. I don't like it as much when Marley and Unique are singing it. Um, mm. It's just not not quite as much of a vibe, but I'm like, yeah, put them in their silly little costumes and have them sing At the Sgt. Pepper song, which means nothing. And they're talking about Billy Shears, who they don't even then sing the next song. They, they introduce Billy Shears, and then there's no one who does that. It's nonsense. For what? For me. Just oh, for no, I'm, I'm really happy for you that that happened. I, I <laughs> think that could have been the drug trip song, though. Mm-hmm. That's when they should have been tripping. Marley was in it. She didn't get to say how much she loved her mom. I know. Man, we haven't seen Millie Rose yet, and we haven't seen her locker either. And um, welcome back to the running gag of Marley Loves Her Mom. It's she about does. time. Marley um, Loves Her Mom. Oh, my God. So here's the plot. I've just formulated it for you. So the... Those four kids who have not had any more plot this episode are just like, we have to sing this song at prom. and But they're like, but we're so nervous. We've never had to sing at prom before, which they might have last year. I don't honestly remember. And then someone's like, you know what will make singing a little bit easier? And someone gives them drugs. Yeah, that would have been, oh, been an incredible episode. That would have been a great premise to a prom episode. Yeah, then they get drugged. And they trip, and then they're like, let's do all of Sgt. Pepper. And the whole of prom is watching, being like, why wow. is this happening? But they're <laughs> like, we're doing such a good job. And they're and everyone in the audience is like us going, I mean, yeah, they're great, but like, why? Why this at prom? This mm-hmm. is about as confusing of, this is a very confusing song to sing at prom. Not as confusing as singing Jar of Hearts, Rachel Berry. But up Touché, there. you're right, you're right. It's not inappropriate, it's just confusing. Well, mm-hmm. at least with that stuff, we knew, like, Glee was performing at the prom for a reason. They justified yeah. why Glee was performing at the past couple proms. And then they had fun with it. But this, like, if they if that had been the plot, Karina, or if they had just given, like, 
a single line as to why they needed to perform at the prom again, fine. Yeah. But we didn't get that. Now it's just like, you know, they always perform there, and you're like, okay. Right. It's just so they don't have to pay, like, a real band for the whole time. Right. Right. You know what? If they, ha- if they were being like, we have to do something off of Sgt. Pepper's as a prom song, you know what would have been, like, made more sense? I Am the Walrus. Is- no, that's not on that album. Um, Damn That's it. on the album I Am the Walrus. <laughs> Fine, Karina. If no. you're going to be smart about it. They should have done um, With a Little Help from My Friends. Yeah. See. Which would be a great song to sing at, like, an end-of-year prom. I can't believe they didn't do that song at all in this episode. That is, like, prime for the picking for Glee. Yeah, yeah. they also didn't do Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, the episode. Yeah, like, the namesake. Namesake. A bad choice would have been being for the for the benefit of Mr. Kite, which is a song that makes even less sense than this one. <laughs> so but not if they had done drugs. If they right. had if done they drugs. Had, they do drugs. They trip for being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Bring back Eddie Izzard from across the universe. They can't afford her. And um, then they get up and sing Sgt. Pepper, and everyone's like, what's wrong with these kids? Someone help them. And there's definitely a Sue plot point where she was like, it turns out they got drugged. I don't know. But drug funnier. the punch. Drug the punch. LSD in the LSD punch. LSD in the punch. That's what everyone yeah. was afraid of at some point in time in the 80s, I assume. Mm-hmm. That everyone's tripping at prom and everyone thinks Sgt. Pepper's a good idea. That would be a good plot, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do love this cover, though. Good Just cover. A treat for Karina's. Great. <laughs> Happy for you. And um, Sam and Penny, they chat. It's cute. He asks her to dance. She reluctantly agrees. Um, Penny, this is still an inappropriate relationship. She yeah, is still, like, he is still underage. Regardless the fact that, like, at most he's 18, and, like, it's possible they only are, like, two years apart, right? And even Fair. if they had met the next year when he was graduated, like, it would be fine. It's not as much the age difference. It's the fact that he's a student and she is an employee. And yes. no age difference will make that not an uncomfortable situation i agree and at the same time it's like it's like with the uh puck and shelby plot where it's like if yeah. you have to justify by saying well they're over 18 it's not a good don't, idea yeah just don't, don't date someone who works at the school you are currently attending mm-hmm. that's a pretty right. blanket rule even once you get to college yeah yeah quinn um yeah. <clears throat> so it turns out the cheerios have a plan to what is a combination of slushying and carrying her, They're like, you know, carry. Her with, yes. with a slushy, yeah. a carry with a slushy. Yeah, they give her the carry. And to show that they're doing this, it is the world's longest shot of up the rope, over, then the rope. It's like a fucking Rube Goldberg machine was, of how the rope is to reveal a bucket. Like, we all, we got, we got it immediately. Why'd you make the rope shot so long? And, like, right. Tina, oh, well, we, 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 we didn't say who won prom oh yes right yeah. um so the uh it i mean not calling her asian number one but when um calling uh like ba- sue giving nicknames to all the yes. uh nominees is funny yeah um, so she does call one of them neck brace cheerio which that was that which was for is her us name. yeah which is her name um some other chick correct because i had already forgotten that person's name by the time yeah. we got to that point in the episode and also kitty i don't remember your last name yes um and so the winners of prom queen and king this year are not in this order 
Stoner Brett, big yes. ups. Hell yeah. And our girl, Tina Cohen Chang. Who's like so happy. It's yeah. Like, like, this clearly meant so much to her. Stoner Brett's just like, I don't know how I'm here, but like, right. good for him too. And like, Kitty is genuinely happy for Tina. Like, yep. It, like, everyone people. seems generally happy for Tina. Yeah. Yeah, which makes this next part so confusing. Because then as we go yeah. back into the, the Rube Goldberg machine, like you said, of right. slushy. And like, it's that shot of, like, Kitty is trying to use, like, she's got, like, that math face meme over her trying to be like, <laughs> what could possibly be happening here? Yeah. And, like, Dottie's pulling this rope, like, about a quarter of a centimeter at a time. Yeah. It's all in slow-mo, and then eventually, yes, Kitty's, like, tries... They, they have a nice big slow-motion no, and the bucket tips over. Tina gets hella slushied. Yes. Visually, very impactful. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the bucket hits Stoner Brett in the, the bucket, head. The bucket- Kill Stoner Brett. And he does knocks get up. him out. Knocks him the fuck out. And yeah. everybody laughs. Yeah, oh, I do. Man. I guess, like, it was mostly Stoner Brett's own friends who started laughing at him getting beamed in the head with a bucket, which, like. Right. Okay. I guess maybe they're allowed to, but then Bree starts laughing because she's then a bitch, everybody And then everybody starts, starts laughing. laughing. I hated I that. Hated that. it. Hated like, it. Uh, like there was, there was nothing that justified the bullying at that point. No. I know we're only two episodes into the season, but like nothing that we've seen, even in season four, like justified the bullying a and b of specifically Tina Cohen Chang. Yeah, yeah, like she was kind of a bitch this episode. And but that was right. not and enough. And it's like, no, right. And um, for whatever reason, this is her chance to be bigger than Jesus. Um, I don't oh, know if well, any... that's, the, that's the Beatles reference. Mm. Oh, okay. Copy, John copy, Lennon copy. famously said, like, I think the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. And people who like Jesus were pretty against him saying that. They Makes think, sense. Okay. They said that's, so now it's a, a famous Beatles, Beatles meme, if you were. Oh, okay. Tina deserves this breakdown because she has been shat on both by the universe of this show and also the people creating the show. She must be so sticky. She must be so she must sticky. Be so sticky. And cold. And she's like, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go home and change. And they're like, no. Stay no. here. Stay here. Stay here and we'll wipe you up with some towels. We'll gently dab at your forehead repeatedly to get Where it looks like out. It, it makes it look like she <laughs> Multiple like times has like an injury and they're like yes oh, Tina. i'm like she's red because it's red slushy like you don't have to it's there's showers in this face yeah there's yeah, a gym please let her get unstick and right. like here's the thing they've already done this plot right like kurt got humiliated ran out of prom walked back in with his head held high and a song happened like mm-hmm. right. they've done it the only difference is this one's tina and she's stickier like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And they sing Hey Jude at her. And like, well, here's the thing. Hey Jude has nothing to do with what's happening. It has one line, take a sad song and make it better, that like relates to what's happening. It is sad they're making it better. Nothing else about Hey Jude really speaks to like 
resilience and picking yourself up and being brave. Right. This is this is where I get by with a little help of my friends would have fit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and they yeah. could have even done like a slower, like ballad dramatic cover version. of it. Yeah. And build it yeah. up, yeah. I will say, like, you, Karina, you are correct, but I I loved this. Like, I mean, it's a good cover. It just it's, it's a good make... cover, and I think like they like they justified it enough, like in the all of the actions of yeah. this with cleaning her up, giving mm-hmm. her Kitty's dress, doing her hair. Like um, musically, it works because Hey Jude is a song that really builds, and so yeah, it is starting and, out slow and building into this big moment. But it does and, not work lyrically. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's also, like, that moment is also part of why it worked for me was because that, uh, then, na, 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 na's were happening yeah. as she's going back into prom with her hel- head yes. held high, backed up by yeah. the glee club, and, of course, Darren Chris doing the most. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like, I thought it paid off, though. Yeah. At least I think for it me. was good. Again, a little white nighty with, like, yeah. Kitty being like, I shall give you my dress. They um, had a whole rack of clothes in there. Right. Did you see yeah, that? She and they made her wear a t-shirt? Yeah. Right? And in the previous episode, Tina Tina herself was like, I had to go into costume storage. Yeah, they have something that Kitty could wear. Yeah. Um, she chooses to wear Wear one a of the old Nationals dresses. It's at least a dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. They must have a thousand Glee competition outfits around. Yep. Yeah, so then she leads back into prom uh she gets back on stage i'm tina cohen cheng and i accept your crown long live prom hooray hooray and then everybody who's just laughing is clapping yeah. it's just like dear evan hansen <laughs> it does have it does have dear evan energy yes mm-hmm. his friend just died you won't believe what happens next <laughs> oh no that's from oh. the movie wait what yes yes there's like a shot in the movie I've not, which I've not seen. I've just watched video essays about it, and there's like they show a shot of like a, like the video that went viral, and it's literally titled like "His best friend killed himself." You won't believe what happens next. So we cut to Roz dragging Bree into the office by her hair. Is that um, Nene Leaks? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, Nene Leaks is hired to be the new Sue. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And is just as unhinged, but can't but can't do what uh, Jane Lynch does. So no. mm-hmm. unfortunate, weird kind of thing with like Roz explaining all of this, and Sue just going, "You'd think I'd remember hiring a black cheerleader." Yeah, weird. Yeah, again, different time, but not not the cutest. Um, no, and also very weird that Roz in this moment is like. She needs to learn that the that her actions, no matter how top-notch entertainment they might be, no matter how hilarious the pranks are, have consequences. I guess that's to show that Roz is at least a little bit of a competent educator who, like, understands that you can't bully people. But was it a hilarious prank? And Sue was like, no, I love this. Now... <laughs> You're not. She's also not captain of the Cheerios anymore. But she's like, you're the captain. Like, she promotes Bree, which I don't think she has power to do since she doesn't right. coach them anymore. Mm-mm. And buys her a car. Buys her a car, and it's because um, 
she uh, the only time that Glee was good was when they had her as an enemy. So they need an enemy. So we need you to do something so psychotic they can't help but cry when they think about it as they sing inevitably sing a journey song. Also, Sue says. I one time uh, dressed in all plaid and sang a My Chemical Romance song with them, and since then I don't think they're as afraid of me. And that was a treat for me. That was a little gift for Ian. That was just a wee little gift. I had a shitty June, and Glee said, here you go, baby. Don't forget about the time Glee sang MCR, just for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was like, that's like it, right? It's not. No. No. The worst part is about to happen for me, personally. Why don't, why don't you tell us, Jenna? Oh, God. They go back to the cafe. Um, Kurt works there now. As a, as a Kurt, Kurt works there. Yeah, and, and, surprise. And, um, Rachel makes some offhanded comment about feeling like she was in season one of Smash. That? Yes. <laughs> that, I was like, honestly, okay. A plus. Point for Glee. I was like, I love that we're, we, the unit, Glee exists in the world of Smash. Like, that, I, I do yes. love that. Because they're like... They're like, wouldn't it be great to be in a show where everyone sings? Cut to camera. Um, and then she gets... Uh, oh, but then Santana finds out that she needs an agent because she her payment for her commercial was just a lifetime supply of yeast uh, medication. Yeast is yeah. infection. Yeast yep. is that. Which her boss, her male boss, then takes from her uh, in a, yep. oh, I want this way. Honestly, um, I appreciate that. You know, uh, but then she's called over to a table um, that wants her service specifically as a waitress, and it's I, it that's the actor that is supposed to be playing Nikki Arnstein, right? That's the no, that's the director. No? Is that the director? I couldn't remember like who who was okay. Yeah. And that's Carlo from Twilight, and he's the director. <laughs> he orders a whole cake. And One cake, she, please. She's like, I could get, fine, I can get you a whole cake, like, whatever. I'm just here <laughs> doing my job. I'm a waitress. And then he's like, can you write something on the cake? And she's like, fine, I can write something on the cake. Which, like, that's a lie. Absolutely. You, like, you Michelle, absolutely cannot. Berry, cannot write anything on that cake. She yeah, did not get that on. training. Also, what is this, stop and shop? Right. I, yeah. And then, but what, and then he says, like, right, congratulations, you're Fanny Bryce, or, like, something yes. so... Rachel Berry, you are Fanny Bryce. So, ah, oh, it made me scream, because, yeah. first of all, I would love to have seen her try to write that on the cake, you know? Yes. I, it That's like, what this episode was missing. Congrats, you know? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so we find out I know how that, big letters are. Yeah, Miss Girl. <laughs> it's it's meta because Le- can Leah Michelle write if she can't read? No, allegedly. No, that's why that's why she can't write her own Instagram captions. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why sure. Jonathan Graff does it. Um, right, so, she chooses the emojis. Yes. Yep. So unfortunately, we find out again. Unfortunately for me, uh, Rachel Bear has been cast <laughs> as yes. Fanny Bryce, and now ten years later, Leah Michelle is playing Fanny Bryce. The prophecy came uh, true. Yeah. She gets picked to be Fanny Bryce, which is absolutely not had you how you would find out. No one would come to your workplace. No. They wouldn't uh, come to your job and order a cake. They wouldn't call you directly. <sighs> they would call your agent. Like, you know, right. probably. What? Man. Okay, what is the last song they sing? I cannot remember it. They sing I just, Let It Be, and I don't know why. Stupid. They sing, right, there's nothing. Okay, they, they sing Let It Be, which worked fine enough 
for like a finale Glee Club number. It works better for the Ohio side, I guess, because right. they were like, don't, we're like, it's okay. Again, with a little help from my friends, would have worked better. It doesn't make any sense for Rachel to be singing it as like her post just booked her dream job right. song. Yeah, like, it honestly, does not make that would have been a better excuse to sing a "Don't Rain on My Parade" or something, or even let's have a Kiki. Beatles Let's or even let's have a Kiki. Yeah, and then honestly, like trying yeah. to think if there's any like late Beatles songs that I know that would have been like a good like that would celebration. Have been a- that would have been a perfect time for I Am The Walrus. Come on. Yeah. You're right. I Am um, The Walrus. Fanny That's Bryce. actually on Magical Mystery Tour. I, I lied to you. I'm so sorry. That's the oh name of the God. album. I never would have known. Um, and then they get Champagne, who bought it for them. God only knows, because they're only like 19. Uh, and then... Oh. One of the seniors from Niada probably did. Yeah. True. Um, and then Demi Lovato and Santana and Kurt and... Uh, Leah Michelle, Rachel. I don't know why I don't remember her name. Okay. Um, Six and one. They sing. Can I talk about the fashion choices in that apartment? Because yes, they're, please. they're at home and lounging. Kurt, we can excuse, because Kurt's always been a fashion boy. Fine. Mm-hmm. Here's what the other two, two, like people choose for their loungewear at home. Santana, a comfortable bodycon bandage dress. Like it was 2013, Karina. I know, but at home, she, at she's, home? Back, she's got a girl to impress. Yeah, she got she's got a girl Rachel to impress. Is dressed like a business casual woman who's wearing like I know it was like she's fully rocking the 2013 business casual for children look, wearing mm-hmm. like sensible pumps and a nice dressy blouse. Literally dress. how I dressed in 2013. Yeah, I know. All you I'm need is a peplum top. Like, yeah, she's... And then Proud Demi Lovato is wearing, like, a comfortable, like, denim shirt and some basic blacks. And I'm like, one of these people did not get the memo of how to dress in this apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, It's Lord. true. The, the show called Business Casual had on on young people in 2013 is, is gross and bad. Yep. Especially someone sitting here right now, and her name is Jenna. Um, <laughs> that's fair. I... And then, but then we cut to the kids at uh, yeah. d- performing this like as if they're going to be doing it for God knows regionals, nationals, literally who knows, anything. Who knows? But and they like, won't. They won't because it's so it's such a weak number um, for them to do. And I didn't. I mean, vocally it sounds fine, but like <laughs> my one note is kind of weak choreography because it was. It's not a show choir song. It's not a show choir song. Yeah, they're just um, no. big. They're just big step touching. Yeah, yeah, it's big. Walk over here. Walk over there. Yeah, and like Will at the same time is doing that like proud Papa Will Schuster thing where he's like, "Yeah, I really cracked it this time." What a great number! I really struck gold on this one, and it's like you didn't. So this is weak. No. Weak AF. Um. Yeah. Um. All in all, I do not think this plot needed to be a Beatles. No, no. I no. mean, we've said before that, like, like last episode didn't really have a plot. This one only sort of does. It gets us where we, I guess, where they need to get us. Yeah. In a way, because like right before Rachel finds out about being cast, like, uh, Santana and Kurt and uh, Rachel all do like a pinky promise of like we're going to stay in New York for two years and we're going to pursue our dreams and be friends. Hooray! Mm-hmm. 
Very specific um, amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, this could have been, this episode could have had any songs, like. Mm -hmm. It did not have to be part two of a Beatles. Like, you could have just done, they should have done, like, one Beatles episode with, like, every really good Beatles song, and then just moved on. Like, it didn't need to be two parts. Yeah, like, I do understand that there is a lot of them, and they did want to be like, here we go. Oh, sure. You know what would have been a fun, better ending number, I think? I'm looking, like, trying to talk. I think they could have done an altogether a cover of altogether now which is a much mm-hmm. more yeah. like fun upbeat mm-hmm. um doesn't also particularly make sense as a song to sing when you've just booked fanny like um i mean but what that Beatles also song would that also could be in i get by with a little help from my friends opportunity yes. i can't believe they didn't use that somewhere. right waste like that it would a have been waste. good at basically any other point but we had to get get back because Life ain't fair, Even kids. Even then, it would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the episode, y'all. Yep. We... That's it. Hey, yeah, that's Glee. it. That's yeah. the two-part premiere, really. Yes. Glee like, was like, this is how the season's going to happen. Uh, Shall we talk about the music here? Oh. Let's talk about tunes, baby. Uh, there's a fair amount. Here's the thing. Two, three. The Wikipedia page lists Revolution as part of the music. You cannot get that. They did not release it as a single. They did not even give Bummer. Uh, Jenna Ushkowitz the chance to at least record a full version and have it released as part of the album. They were like, nope, only for a little joke. Ha 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 ha. None for Jenna Ushkowitz. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, so I, I'm going to read it out loud, but I guess it's up to you whether or not it counts. Um, so with songs we have from this episode that you have to spend your human money on and put on your, uh, Apple product of your choice at that time, what, are mm-hmm. we still, we're on, we're on iPhones, you know. Yeah, I we're guess. at a good iPhone 4S or yeah. 5 or something. I had an iPhone in 2013. Yes. Yeah. Your choices are, revolution, in air quotes, uh, get back, something, here comes the sun, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Hey Jude, and Let It Be. I'm going to defer to our guest. Yes. I would probably say Hey Jude because Darren Chris sounds so nice in it. He does. And just coming yeah. from like a vocal, like if I'm taking it out of the context of the show, I think I would say Hey Jude. Yeah. Me too. Interesting. I think it's just like a, like this could have been put into any other spot in Glee and maybe have like a similar even kind of plot to like with a similar kind of plot device like for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and it would still be a a bitchin cover so i yeah i think i'm gonna go with the cover of something i really think that's also good that would be my second choice that was good i like that one too i i think that was their most successful like integrating a song into the plot and also like court over street sounds good singing it like it works for this voice that would be my second choice i guess should we talk about some hypotheticals yeah, our... because it's it's been a minute since uh, Jenna's been uh, gleeky-keying with us. And I have um, some ideas of what what I want, want, what I here. don't want. Okay, Perfectly. so let's let's, let's start with it. what let's start with what you want. TikTok has been feeding me Glee AI covers. Yeah, yes. me too. And a lot of them. I it's scary. <laughs> There's one of Kurt and Blaine singing Night Shift. Yeah, Lucy Dacus, and that 
been so good. Ian, don't you have to agree with me on this because it is. I will no, send I you. No, I do. Please send it to me because I haven't I seen will that send one. It to you. But I'm also just trying to wrap my head around Glee does Boy Genius. See, that was my mm. other point. I wouldn't want them to do anything else from Boy Genius. Okay. I wouldn't want them to touch anything else from Boy Genius because I think it would be too much. Um, but Kurt and Blaine singing Night Shift would be incredible. <laughs> so. But I'm also thinking, like, which Glee cast member has to sing the Phoebe Bridgers lyrics? You are sick and you're married and you might be dying. Um, Rachel Berry would sing it to Will Schuster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good news, Ian. When I searched uh, Glee AI covers, the Blaine and Kurt one singing Night Shift was literally the first one that showed up. So I it's so great. Right along to you. Oh my god! Oh, thank but they, you. there's another leisure. one. There's another one of Mercedes singing Love on Top. Oh, oh yeah, that one was really man, good. that one's that would really have been, good. That would have been Chef's Kiss. Because oh, I literally shit, was thinking, yes. I was like, did we not do that? But we didn't. But that also no. that because not all the AI covers are good. But that one too is also very no. good. No, so those those you know are which one's not good. What? The bad Glee AI cover was the Glee AI cover of We Don't Talk About Bruno, which does yeah. not work. <laughs> does not work. All of them does sound... Does not work, except which for we the as part a text that chat have discussed. Yes. 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 They're just too white for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I would hate it. I would hate it. So, but yeah, anyway. I would say Glee doing Encanto is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But, yeah. Any other uh, wants or diswants, Jenna? This once, I know. This once, I don't know. I'm I sorry. think those were those were my answers. Hooray! That's, that's what's top of mind. I know. Cool. Every time I come on, I think I'm like, am I going to find some more music? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to find some more music that yes. I want them to do yeah. and I do not want them to do. Um, well, I think that Glee was cowardly in these episodes for not covering um, Maxwell Silverhammer, the Beatles <gasps> song about the murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work that into the plot, Glee. Yeah. Shoehorn that one in. We dare you. We yes. dare you, Ryan Murphy. Like Rewrite your episode. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. The Glee American Horror Story crossover would be That's a fever dream. It would be easy. You're it would right. be the name game, you know, and she does that. that yeah. It's literally already there. Oh, it's already yeah. there. Oh, man. You're correct. Uh, and that's the best season, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, um, I guess let's plug uh, let's plug things. Plug it in, Jenna Kate. Where can people find you should they choose to do so? Um, or if you want them to, I guess. Or if you want them to. If you don't I, want them to, also, you could just say I mean, deuces. I have an Instagram, but it's it doesn't have much on it, and it's it's only probably going to be uh, some vague photos of my uh, unborn son. Uh, so we haven't really decided how we're showing our child on the internet, but it's not going to be very much. So if you want yeah. some, some non-photos of my child, who's going to be born in a month, um, We surprise. should have Aram on the show. He, he like, I half, he would, he like half watched the episode with me. And I remember his main comment was when they did that weird, they did that weird close up of Sam's mouth. He was like, why are they showing yeah. his mouth? Why are they showing his mouth? <laughs> Honestly, um, you know who would be top tier is you need an episode with it's just Aram and Zach, two two husbands who have had to half watch an episode of Glee with no real context and being mad about trying it. Trying to talk about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'm up to. I'm 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 up to uh, about to have a baby, so uh Mazel. 
about to go on mat- maternity leave and will subject my son to watching God knows what. So, should yeah. be fun. Should be fun. It's called Culture. Ian, mm-hmm. where can people find you? You can find me on all the social medias. Uh, I guess Twitter's dead, so Twitter, Threads, um, Instagram, TikTok at ibroski, um, ianjbrodsky.com. Um, my music's still out, so please still stream it. Um, what about you, Karina? I guess if it, I guess if Twitter's dead, then the only place you are welcome to find me now is just TikTok, where I also don't particularly post, but I'm there, uh, and it is at Epic Adventure of. Amazing. Um, the show is at Glee Aggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com, uh, with your long-form thoughts and feelings. Uh, yes. What should they write in about this week, Karina? Uh, write in with as many lyrics to Rocky Raccoon as you can remember, remember from memory. Sure. Just for Karina. I know a lot about the Beatles, guys. <laughs> no, And we love that about you. Um, I was not like other girls. But not that much not like other girls, apparently. <laughs> Just a normal amount. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, make sure you like and comment and rate and subscribe and tip us yeah. if you so choose to do so. Um, buy some merch. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to our most unhinged episode yet. Which is saying something. I know. Um, well, that was season five, episode two somehow. You can join us uh, next week when we will be discussing season five, episode oh. three. Entitled uh, the quarterback bag, which like, ick yick, you know. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you know. Good luck, my friends. Yeah. Thanks. So, Good luck. Which I, I I guess we have to ask, um, Ian, did this episodically make you want to watch the next one? Okay, here's the thing. Yes. So, I know what's coming. I know what the next episode is. Yeah. Put that aside. If I didn't know what the next episode was and or if that was not the next episode, mm-hmm. I might give it a go. This one didn't lose me. Yeah, um, great. But knowing, knowing what's next, knowing what's next, I ha- you have to. How can you not? And you know what? Yeah. I'm pretty, like, and I think that's how a lot of people felt, that they were like, everyone knew what was coming because it's not like it was a surprise. Sorry. Um, there goes her. Yeah. I... Ugh. I don't want to root. I don't want to rewatch that one. It's going to be a time. No, oh, no man. one really would, but we must. So, and we'll, and we'll see uh, you next week. Yeah. Yikes. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee.